WMIE. You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In it. This day. Yes, this day. Yes, we are thankful on this Tuesday morning to be gathered around these microphones and to have you with us this morning as we get into the Word of God. We're going to be picking right up where we left off yesterday in Genesis chapter 39, and we're also cross-referencing that with Deuteronomy chapter 28. Yeah. So that was Genesis chapter 39 and Deuteronomy chapter 28. So we encourage you to read both of those chapters in their entirety sometime today during your devotional time with the Lord. Yes. And um, when you look at the scripture, how it is, it just clearly spells out Mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm. The key to success, living a successful life, a fruitful life, on earth is to know, number one, to understand that you are not alone. Mm-hmm. And you cannot work alone. Huh. If you're working alone, is hard labor. Mm-hmm. But working with God, everything becomes easy. Yes. That's how I work. Working alone is hard labor. Mm-hmm. But working with God, everything become what? Easy. Yeah, because the Bible says that the Holy Spirit teaches us all things. Yes. And the Holy Spirit brings his word into remembrance. Yes. So when we're sitting to look at something, when we're trying to figure something out, we have to be mindful that we have the authority to ask Mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit, Lord, open my understanding. Help me to understand what does this mean? Give me a connection point where I could relate it with something that I already know to be able to learn this new information because that's how we learn. Our learning process, it's a workbench. Yeah. So if you could connect something that you already know with new information, then learning takes place. So the new information can't just be floating out there somewhere. We have to connect it to something that we already know. We have yeah. to make that connection, that tie And the Holy Spirit will help you to do that. The Holy Spirit will make the new information relatable to something that you already know, make a question. And how it works is the Holy Spirit will prompt you. The Holy Spirit will ask you a question in your inner being, and that will cause your mind to begin to think in that direction. Then the understanding and the wisdom will come. But if we just decide, oh, well, that's too hard, never mind, and we don't give it any attention, of course we're never going to figure it out. But if you ever, if there was ever a time in your life, which I know pretty much everybody's had, where you were trying to figure something out, trying to figure something out, and you stuck with it, you stuck with it, you stuck with it, it was hard, it was frustrating, you wanted to give up, maybe you did give up, but you came right back to it. And you, once you found that one key, yes. you didn't have to struggle no more with that thing. Because now you know exactly how to do it the next yeah. time you have to do it or the situation comes up or somebody else is trying to do it. 
There, there you did that. It was just that one click on the computer. Yeah. Oh, when I found that one click, it made it so much easier for me yeah. to be able to do this or that or this entry or whatever you're doing um, on the computer. When I found this one tool, yeah. how it how it works so well to do this. Oh, now every time that I have to do this task, I just go get that tool. Yeah. Because wisdom makes the difference. Yeah. And the Bible tells us that wisdom redeems time. Yeah. So something that once took eight hours in wisdom, you may be able to knock that thing out now in an hour. Something that once took 45 minutes, maybe wisdom has you to be able to do that same thing now in three to four minutes. So we need this wisdom that God has to be able to operate effectively in the earth realm. And Joseph had that wisdom. He had that diligence to, to do the tasks And in the doing of them, the wisdom, the favor, the blessing of God that was upon him caused not only himself, but the house of a foreigner of which he was in, the land of the foreigners of which he was in, prospered. Why? Because one man went in there with the favor, with the presence, with the diligence, with the wisdom of God, the same things that are available to each and every one of us. Wisdom from above is your portion. That must be your confession. I have wisdom from above. And in the book of James, it talks about the difference from heavenly wisdom and earthly wisdom. And what earthly wisdom produces is nothing in comparison to the wisdom from above. And we all have that same opportunity available unto us to operate in that level of wisdom. And we have to operate in an excellent spirit. Joseph operated in an excellent spirit. If he did it unto the Lord, he did it with excellence. He did it unto the Lord, he did it with excellence. Because you know what? I'm sure in his flesh he had some feelings against Potiphar. I'm sure in his flesh he had some feelings for being torn away from his family and being held basically hostage Mm -hmm. in this new land. In his flesh, he had some feelings. So he could have tried to cut corners. He could have said, okay, well, let me do a bad job. Maybe they'll get rid of me. No, he did everything as unto God. He took the opportunity. And then at the end of it all, when everything came to pass, at the end of it all, he was able to say back to his brothers, it wasn't you who sent me here. It was God who sent me here on an assignment. He said, I became a father to Pharaoh. He came in as a slave and he was elevated to the position that he became a father to Pharaoh because he continued to do everything as unto the Lord and did not look at the circumstances, but looked at the gifting and the talents that was in him and did those things with excellence. Amen. Amen. That's so great. And I just want to pick up the ingredient and the power when you know, when you come to an understanding that God is with you. Once you get the glimpse that of that and the reality now that God is with you, then you will not do anything to cause God to depart from you. Watch this. David recognized that the reason why he was successful, was that God is what? With him. David recognized, no, Joseph, not David. Joseph recognized the reason why he was taken out of the pit and he didn't die there, God was with him, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. So when God is with you in any situation, you will triumph. Mm -hmm. You're going to triumph. You have to triumph. Yes. 
if God is with you, you have to triumph. Mm -hmm. Ask yourself when you're not triumphing, is God is with me? And be honest. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we're not honest Mm -hmm. to ourselves. You got to be honest. Mm -hmm. Watch what happened. Read verse 7, 8, and 9. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph. And she said, lie with me. But he refused and said to his master's wife, Look, my master does not know what is with me in the house, and he has committed all that he has to my hand. Come on, There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. Yes. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin Sin. against God? He knew if he did it, Mm -hmm. God will what? Mm -hmm. Depart. Mm Mm-hmm. And if God departs from him, he now become a mm-hmm. what? A loser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So uh, that, this needs to sink in. Mm-hmm. He has the opportunity. Mm-hmm. He has the opportunity. Mm-hmm. He was the greatest in the house. He mm-hmm. recognized us. He says mm-hmm. it. He said, no one greater in this house than I. Mm-hmm. I got everything under my control. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that I that this the master who set me up in this house, mm-hmm. didn't he didn't put you under my control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like Genesis chapter 3. Mm-hmm. God gave Adam and Eve everything except one tree. Mm-hmm. He says, you may eat of every tree in the garden except this one tree. Mm-hmm. But the day you eat it, you lose me. Mm-hmm. The day you eat it, mm-hmm. we're going to have a, have to mm-hmm. have what? A separation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is one area yeah. where a lot of great leaders fall. Fall. They get into a position of authority. They get into a position of high rank. Yeah. And then a man or a woman starts, you know, flirting, making mm-hmm. advances at yeah. them. And they go for right. it. Our money. Yeah. You know, our mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. They forget who give them money. Mm-hmm. They lure into that. They mm-hmm. suck into it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Because a <laughs> lot of times when we're first building business and building ideas, you know, we do a lot of praying. God, show yeah. me the way. Show me the way. Oh, Lord, just please. If I could just get $50 yeah. to cover this. Yeah. But then when we elevate to a point yeah. where the money's just flowing, yeah. we start to think yeah. that we got it we got ourselves. It yeah. So uh, if you if you read this, believers, this morning, if you read this, mm-hmm. as you make your day count, go out to work, hear, hear, hear what Joseph says. He says, he, he, he sum up his position, Pastor Dan, mm-hmm. if you look in here. He said, there's no one greater in this house than mm-hmm. I. I. He sum up his mm-hmm. position. Mm-hmm. Nor has he kept back anything from me mm-hmm. but you. Mm-hmm. That you are the only one. Mm-hmm. Because you are his wife. How then can I do? Watch this now. This was the key now. He says, how can I? He didn't say, how can I do this wicked thing against him? He says, how can I do this wicked thing against God, God. the Mm -hmm. one that is with me, Mm -hmm. the one that is making me successful? Mm -hmm. I can't. So how big is God in your life this morning? Right. That's a good question. Yeah. How how big is Mm -hmm. God in your life this morning? Yeah, because that's where it starts from, honor. Yeah. Yeah. When we honor God and we really get the revelation of how far he's brought us, that it was God who brought us out of the miry pit. It was God who was with us throughout it all so that we didn't lose our mind and so that we are where we are today. It was God. Even though we were running as fast as we can in the other direction, we couldn't shake them. (laughs) It continued (laughs) to um, be there to cover us. And in Jeremiah, uh, it tells us that he pardons those who he preserves. Yeah. 
So God, he's a preserver and he is a pardoner. So there's nothing that you can do to cause God to love you any less. And there's nothing that you can do to cause God to love you anymore. He just loves us in our sin state, in our saved state, whatever state we uh, find or classify ourselves in. He just loves us. God loves us. And we get even a sneak peek of that revelation. And then we begin to honor God. When I didn't, when I didn't want you, when I didn't even want myself, Mm. you kept me, you preserved me, you made it so that I am still here today. We have to, we have to confess those things and honor God. Joseph honored God. I was thrown in the pit by my own brothers. Yeah. I was put on the on the slave auction. I was sold for a little bit of amount. Now here I am. Is my father even looking for me? No, because he believed a lie. Yeah. He believed the altered evidence and and believed that you were dead. That some yeah. animals savaged yeah. you. So as a child, because he was still a child, a teenager, he's probably thinking, well, "Dude, where's my dad? Yeah. Dad's supposed to come rescue me. Yeah. Dad and my, my and his household should come rescue me." But that never happened. Jacob never even came. To look for him. He believed the lie. He accepted the altered evidence as reality. And he declared that my son, he must have been mauled by animals. He's gone. Yeah. And his father never came. So he could have sat there in that house and he could have had a big pity party about how his daddy abandoned him. His brothers turned their back on him. How is he ever going to amount to anything? His mom already died when he was a child. He could have went through all this pity party and all this stuff. But no, he decided to operate in an excellent spirit as on to God. God. And God is with mm-hmm. Joseph. Mm-hmm. Look at Psalms 1 verse 3. David talking Psalms 1 mm-hmm. verse 3. And this beautiful Tuesday morning as we go into study and, and, and understanding before we close. He shall be like a tree planted mm-hmm. by the rivers of water yeah. that brings forth its fruit in its season, mm-hmm. whose leaves also shall not wither. And whatever he does shall prosper. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Cocoa. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. You are listening to WMIE, Bavard's home for the very best in contemporary modern praise and worship music, 91.5 FM. This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Morning Breath starts now. Good uh, Tuesday morning to you, all you folks out there. It's a beautiful uh, day. Glad you could take time out of your day and